Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Weirdly more specific than Dirk Nowitzki's new role with the Dallas Mavericks, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host. You can find him on Twitter at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. It's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there or expecting dads. So uh, Happy day, daddies. Mm, I hated how all that sounded. Yeah, that was. (laughs) Well, that intro is about as awkward as it has been for being a Mavs fan this week. But uh... before we get started, let's go and do some ad reads. All right, let's see. Um, So let me tell you guys about uh, about Spotify Green Room. It's a live audio only sports talk platform. Uh, It's free to download and to use. Um, You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and um, insiders in real time. It's really cool. Um, it's perfect watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news, which we had a lot of this week. <laughs> um, my own experience is like I've, I've been on there quite a little bit. Like I usually don't do rooms. Uh, you know, I usually just uh, hang out and kind of listen to like I've heard, you know, other podcasts on there. I've been to like just, just fan stuff. Uh, it's really cool. Um, Shout out to Kirk. He's been doing an awesome job doing the yes. – I know it's not – I know technically a competitor, but he's he's the OG, so – Shout out yeah. to Kirk doing his green and, rooms. He's been killer. Oh, so remember, green room is free. It's audio only. Oh wait, oh, yeah, it's free. It's audio only. Uh, it's a social media platform. Um, uh, you can join the conversation with me and have a chance to be featured on this podcast maybe one day. <laughs> we'll see how we do it. Um, all you need to do is download the Spotify green room, green room app free from iOS and Android app stores. I'm um, a creator profile, link your Twitter, and join. Um, I think there we have two groups actually for the Mavs. That we have MFFL, and then we have Reddit Mavs Twitter, which is just like you know everything. I think those two rooms are our most uh, populated when it comes to like Mavs stuff. Um, you can follow me at Reddit Mavericks, uh, and you'll be notified if we ever do a room, which I think we will be doing one pretty soon, if I recall correctly. Yes. Um, I'm down for, well, I think we're, we agree, Wednesday night. So yes. be on the lookout for a notification from uh, Reddit Mavericks. We'll yeah, be... we'll be doing that. So, um, yeah, that's Adri. So. <laughs> right on. Okay. So, uh, first of all, shout out to you guys, uh, to Rubes, to Tim, everybody, Isaac, you guys uh, killed it with the React pods. Uh, I just can't do anything during the work week. It's been a, it's been rough but uh, enough about that uh clearly huge news we're just kind of recapping what's happened this past week um for those of you that don't know we had both donnie nelson and rick carlisle leave the mavericks um clearly old news at this point but uh i just wanted to give my take on it it sounds to me that uh uh Har- bob bobby i i will never say his name correctly uh i will just nickname him Littlefinger. uh little finger uh 
fantasy basketball stats guy. Um, he seems to have the ear of Mark Cuban and it seemed to piss off every basketball mind in the Mavericks organization. Um, so um, in response to that, uh, Mark Cuban has assigned Dirk Nowitzki in what I can only describe as a Vince Young uh, <laughs> retirement role, uh, which is we're not exactly sure what he does, but we're happy he's here <laughs> um, to hopefully find us a new GM, a new coach. Um, I look at it this way. Uh, I mean, like I saw uh, networks tweet about uh, basically the, the game of Thrones scene where a church explodes is basically the, the situation the Mavericks are in. And I just don't spoilers of <laughs> whatever, if you haven't seen that, that show is now what three years old, like get with it anyways. So there's no way the situation is that dire. I mean, I, I feel like it's a transition of the new guard and I look at it like uh, if we end up with Jamal Mosley as our new head coach and Michael Finley as our new GM, I think everyone's pretty damn happy with that result. Um, unless we get like just two weird no names. Like I, I, I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Um, I think Carlisle and as much as I love that man and he's going to get, man, he is going to get a bag. <laughs> this summer uh yeah. be it with the pelicans the bucks the celtics somebody like i thought, it was, I thought it was the bucks until yesterday <laughs> yeah like, absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah bucks held it out against an injured brooklyn team as they should have but it's yeah. it, you know i i still want to see Giannis get a ring so I'm, I'm rooting for him um but uh anyways i i think ultimately as much as rick is a you know great offensive mind uh i i will stand up for him and donnie all day uh the issue with rick is that he has since his like career began he has been pretty rough at uh utilizing young talent um and i don't know luca was kind of the exception to that because like luca was just like hitting records and just really developing really well um but you know the for a little history lesson for those of y'all that didn't know that when Carlisle was coaching uh, the, the Detroit Pistons, like one of the main reasons he was fired and Larry Brown was hired was because he was, he just didn't want to play Tayshawn Prince um, who was crucial to their championship run and his development. So the block, yeah. yeah, there's, there's a couple of different things there. Um, you know, I don't think, I think it sounded to me like those two resigned. It was like they were fired. Um, and yeah. I just, I just, it doesn't sound like the parting of ways was mutual as much as that was like said PR wise. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the Tim Cato uh, article, our very own Na Nancy Drew uh, showing us the shadow GM elements of this whole thing. It just sounds to me like people aren't on the same page. And so I think it makes sense at this point for people that are as accomplished as Donnie Nelson and Rick Carlisle, who both have a championship ring. Um, at some point, you just got to start over, start a new regime. So I'm, I'm, per yeah. I'm fine with it. I mean, like I'm, I was certainly worried because I'm just like, man, this sound, this is a lot of shakeup right after basically this, this article that has been pretty much confirmed true now by the reactions. Yeah. Basically. Despite, yeah. yeah. Despite Mark's Mark Cuban's response to total bullshit. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know at this point, like what it means to be a coach and a GM in this era is a lot different than what it meant 10 years ago. I know that's like, maybe I'm justifying things too much, but like before being a coach, you could be a hard ass coach and have an amazing scheme and whip people into shape. That's not really the, you know, 
the job anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. There, there's some that challenge people, but for the most part, it's like you're doing people management, you know, you're, you're being, you're managing egos, you're, and there's the disdain between KP and the weird, like, I don't know. It, it, th there wasn't always that, that chemistry thing that I think that's maybe that's what they're trying to address is like, let's get someone that's going to communicate with younger people better. You know, things are changed. Like it's, it's all people management now. You know, it's, I think it's like now the game is like 90% people management, like 10% X's and O's, you know, or it's like 100%. the X and O's, will, the X's and O's I think will come almost naturally, especially when you have a guy like Luca, you know, like as your floor general. So uh, I'm like I'm like an avocado. I'm Mexican. I'm seasonal, and white people love me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, couldn't have asked for a better introduction to Tim Beamer. Welcome back, bud. <laughs> oh, hey, we're recording. We're recording yeah, already. Right. You're all good. Uh, awesome, man. We're we're just reacted as far as uh, we're, we're following up on what you guys did so well earlier this week, as far as uh, Rick and Donnie uh, resigning. And the uh, questionable uh, but welcome role of Dirk Nowitzki that I, I don't really know what he's going to be doing, but I'm glad he's here. I've deemed it the Vince Young role. Yeah, you uh, you summed it up pretty nicely with that sweater meme today. He's the flex seal of the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> Slap it on and give it a fix. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, the human duct tape. Uh, yeah. I mean, Excellent. basically at this point, like for this yeah. franchise, yes, he has been. He can do no wrong. I, I can't argue it. Yeah. Um, well, 41 forever and hopefully he gets us. I, like I said, I think best case scenario, uh, you know, Mosley and Finley as a coach GM duo. I'm pretty happy with that. Like Finley's been in the front office for a couple yeah. of years now. And I like former players that are GMs. They seem to do okay look at phoenix <laughs> like yeah yeah man i like you know the whole the whole like dirk thing like i just i did have a tweet i shared where i was just like you have to you like even if this is happening like you have to still apply the pressure on like the actual gm and mm -hmm. the owner you know like you just have to do like they can't I, the, the one thing i don't want them to do is like hide behind dirk the entire time be like oh well you know dirk was part of like the reason why we like signed this guy it's like no bro right. like you're the gm like you're the owner like you guys make the final calls you know dirk is just there to give his input you know right and I, i'm happy that he's got some say in it because if anyone cares about the legacy of the mavericks it's it's dirk um but i think i don't know how much of this is going to be a vladi divach role where he's like i don't know like because vladi was originally just like a a voice in the room and then became like the gm and wasn't like then didn't yeah. take look and that didn't work <laughs> out but granted like i don't think dirk has as much animosity as uh vladi divac had against luka Doncic's like coach or or dad, dad. I think it was, it was his dad, dad right it was some petty bullshit so <laughs> i don't think dirk is nearly as petty as vladi divac so at least we have that to look forward to uh but yeah, so I don't think Dirk. I don't think Dirk uh, has felt the emotion animosity in about ten years now. I yeah. think D Wade and LeBron are, were coughing the last time he actually felt animosity, and he like was the, even a nice guy about that. Yeah, <laughs> just Dirk, man. Dirk is just—he's perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm happy he's involved. I'm happy to see him more frequently, and happy to see his name show up more in my feeds that aren't just replays of the past. So. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I think it's going to be in. I, I certainly trust his 
his voice in the room, but I just, I'm not really certain what that does. Uh, but uh, moving on, uh, before we get into questions, I want to let you guys know about Spotify Green Room. It's a live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Uh, Spotify Green Room is free. Uh, you can start a join uh, ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, games, kind of like what we're doing now, but in real time. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS or Android app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NBA group. We have a MFFL group, uh, Reddit Mavericks group, Reddit Mavs Twitter, Reddit Mavs Twitter. Excellent. Uh, follow me at Don underscore Denim. Follow Ruben at reddit mavericks uh and uh, basically you'll get a notification uh whatever we do have a green room we're planning on doing one on wednesday just wanted to uh, reiterate that wednesday night should be fun uh and following that the Ma- i think mark cuban is guilty of making some mistakes do you know it's not a mistake kansas city stakes let me tell you folks the Kansas City Steak Company wants to make this the best grilling season ever. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to hard-to-find specialty cuts and more, Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. These are steakhouse-quality steaks aged to perfection. They make it so easy. Each order is flash-frozen and delivered directly. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Enjoy their butter-tender filet mignon, hearty Kansas City strip steaks, and savory ribeyes. It's been a hard year, so enjoy being together again by bringing the steakhouse to your house with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 15% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. Get the meat sweats with us. We promise the steaks will taste better than the lead-in to that ad. <laughs> Jesus, I'm, ru- I'm rusty. I didn't have all these uh, React pods to get my reps in. I know it's true. We had to do it without you because it was just like I know I it know. was just banging so fast this work, week. Work week sucked this week, so I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, taking care of the slack. I, I forget the phrase. I guess. It's, it's well, if you would ever check the Slack, you'd know about picking up the Slack. So. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah like as part-time podcasters, we love having weeks like this as, as fans. Like, holy shit, give us a break. Please give us a fucking dude. This week was just like, like literally we put, we did that first one. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, nothing else will happen this week. Hopefully, blah, blah. You know, like we just have to worry about getting a GM. Sweet. <laughs> and then literally the next day, next day the news breaks, and I get, I get it. Someone asks me on Twitter, is like, "So you're doing a reaction pod, right?" And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, there was a moment when Donnie <laughs> left. I was like, "Whatever, it's not that big of a deal." It's not like Rick left. It literally is. I thought that Rick, the the, the tweet, <laughs> the Woge bomb comes out. Oh like, my damn god, it. dude. Okay. <gasps> oh, okay. Let's get into questions. Let's um, go for it. All right. Uh, Mark asks, um, do you think if the Mavs are set, do you think the Mavs are settling if they choose Finley and Mosley to fill in vacancies? I personally feel we should look outside of ourselves and weigh the options before looking in. Uh, so I think that Mosley, I think his connection with the league, with the players on this team, um, I think that'd be a great hire from the get-go. Um, he's definitely more of a new age coach where it is more personality focused. Like there's that, I saw that clip yesterday of like him, like 
I think like Luca celebrating like a three or something like that, and like the game wasn't won yet, and like he's like calming like Luca down, be like, hey, like you know, we're still in the middle of this. Like, is that where he slapped him in the face? I, don't, I think I think it was yeah. Yeah. Just, like, like, and, and Luca was pissed. He was like, <laughs> yeah, but so you need that. I still think like right. It's good to have that, you know, because it's almost like like a cool uncle almost, you know, where it's like, hey, like yeah. he's there to kind of like keep you down, like hype you up when you need to be hyped up, but like calm you down and. I think having Mosley right now would probably be the best choice. And obviously like Luca loves him. The like the the team loves him. You know, like it seems like a guy that the team would rally behind and try to, you know, like as much as I love like Carlisle for his X and O's, like he was never, you know, a player coach. You know, that just wasn't right. His MO. He was a system coach for certain. And I feel like I I don't know. I always like give the new guy a shot. Uh, approach to new head coaches um, just because like, just, I don't know, times change, give a guy a chance to do something different as opposed to like a Mike D'Antoni, which we know exactly what he's going to do when he brings people in. Like he's probably like, I will look at it this way. If we were to get someone like Mac Dan or if Mike D'Antoni were to be a, the coach of the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, like I put all my money in <laughs> Luca being MVP next year <laughs> because that is just going to unlock the more, you know, he's going to find a way of making him point Luca, which is more than what he's already doing already. Um, he's just accessed that next level of ability with each, you know, be it Steve Nash, James Harden, like he's been proven to do those certain things. I wouldn't be upset about it, but I'm, I, I don't know. I always like going behind the, or choosing the mystery box when it comes to a new head coach, uh, especially now. What about you, Tim? Um, it all depends on who we get is like, who's going to be GM, who's going to be running things on that end. I don't want to, I don't want to stick a new GM. Like I don't want to hire a GM and say, okay, but this has to be your head coach. That is, mm. I've been joking about it on Twitter all week, but that feels very Cowboys. So yes. where you have yeah. Mark Cuban in this figurehead over you, that's okay. You can come in and do some things, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be making decisions like, no, I want a GM to be able to pick his guys and to have the final say especially with all that's been coming out about like we don't have a united front when it comes to approaching other teams other teams had no idea who was making the calls be it donnie or the shadow gm who we now know was Rollabob. um so yeah as it pertains to the head coaching thing i like mosley i think is it the clip of the post-game locker room was it the game in mexico city that he had coached no oh, that was uh, walks- madison square garden to get the Knicks. MSG, yeah, yeah, where he just walks in the locker room and everyone's going crazy. You yeah. can tell the players love that guy. And honestly, like managing personalities equally as important to me in today's NBA as it is like X's and O's stuff. So I'm not going to mind that higher. I'd actually love it for the team and I'd love it for Mosley especially. But like I do need the GM to be like to come on board to interview him and to say, okay, this is my guy after he's done a round of interviews. Yeah. So I think he could absolutely be the right hire. I want it done in the right way. Yeah. And as for GM, as for GM, you know, there's been some pushback on Twitter with like Finley because he was obviously, you know, he was obviously Donnie, you know, Donnie's guy. And there's a, there's a, there's that fear that if Finley is the GM, he'll just basically be the, another Donnie basically. Yeah, he'll uh, be which a, I'm not, a Cuban puppet. Yeah. Which I'm not, which I mean, I can see that like being a fear, I'm not so sure if it would be though, because again, he is another, you know, he's playing the league, you know, like he's one of those guys that has like been around like in the league for a long time. Um, if we weren't to get Mosley, I mean, if it wasn't going to be Finley, dude, my dream hire is Masai. 
like like yeah. i will literally i will murder someone from a side <laughs> like yeah and you can have that out if you want but no no but really like i would you know i would really kill from a side um um any i can't think of any other gem hires like between those two guys like haven't really done my research on like who would be theoretically available and like what their track record is and stuff like that. i just know like Masai makes those crazy fucking moves that work you know like mm-hmm. you saw with the Kawhi, you know you saw whenever he took over and he was like able to trade all these different assets for to get a kyle lowry to you know get x you know mm-hmm. this player this player like it works out somehow for him and i think if if cuban were to just were to become a true owner and just like take a step back Mm-hmm. and let Masai do his thing like I think Masai would absolutely come here you know because you, you get Luca, bro like you you know you get to you get to build a team around it's almost like a fantasy like almost like a 2k thing where like you're the fucking GM you have all the power in the world you can fucking put the best team available around Luka Doncic who's going to be at least a one-time MVP like you know like well if there's any GM that's going to come in and make a blockbuster trade I would definitely trust Masai's judgment on it than anybody yeah. else's you know yeah so yeah, uh, good good answers, guys. Let's see. Unless you guys want to answer the GM uh, part of that question. I mean, but you guys pretty much covered it. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, the tall traveler asks, <laughs> "What was your go away, uh, go to aim away message, and what was y'all's ridiculous <sighs> aim screen names?" Mine was dumb as two K was one. That was one <laughs> I did. I did. Then I went through like my goth emo phase. It was like black roses, something, something. It was yeah. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I was a living MCR character. Like, <laughs> did you have an away message that you went to? Like, oh god, I I don't I can't recall. No, um, I, I I'm sure I did. Uh, it's probably was lyrics to some emo song that I was listening yeah. to. If I had to I'm guess, I'm trying to think. I think that I think I think so. I had a couple of aim like screen names. The first one was definitely like a generic like my name like bunch of numbers. Right. Like you know the Twitter people. You know like yeah. You were an egg. Ultimately. <laughs> yeah, I was an egg. And, Wait, uh, you're telling me you weren't born Reddit Mavericks? No, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> no, he was but, engineered. Uh, he was perfected. <laughs> no but uh no uh so it was that and i think i went to like a dragon ball z like type name i think is what i went for mm-hmm. like after i was like 12 so did you guys like, have did you guys have those friends that had like nine because they because they just would just keep creating new ones because i kept yes. forgetting their passwords yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a bunch of those i hated those fucking people my favorite <laughs> two that i remember one guy was like acid reflux six nine six nine which is just like the gross if you put that all into like one image it's pretty awful but then there was another guy that was gut air 420 it's for he didn't spell guitar correctly <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> what about you tim uh hockey guy 21 22 and my away message was just spin the wheel of Blink-182 lyrics. Pick one of those, especially off the Enema of the State album. Yeah. Yeah. You just pick one of those. I think I might, I would occasionally switch it up, get real heavy with some Sum 41 or maybe some uh, Puddle sure. of Mud or something. But yeah. Everything is blurry. Everything's the same. <laughs> like, I, think, I, I think towards the end, it might have been like some rap lyrics, which at age 13, I had no idea what they were actually what talking the fuck about. They meant. Sure. <laughs> Dude, I actually, now that you mentioned Puddle of Mud, I am thinking of like, I there was a pinball game that was like Rocket, whatever. It's like a meme yeah, now. It's on, but like, on the 
Yeah. Oh, Windows XP. Yeah. Windows XP. Listening to Blurry because I downloaded it off of Kazaa. So of, yeah. of course, destroying my home computer. <laughs> like basically just putting my my computer's brain and battery acid. That's what I decided to do for the sake of like puddle of mud and bootleg copies of Limp Biscuit songs or whatever. I am so glad that <laughs> I'm so glad that it's us on this podcast recording because if it was like Isaac. Isaac's like 19, bro. He has no idea. Oh, yeah. No like, clue. This I love, no I love old internet, man. You start saying badger, badger, badger at these zoomers. <laughs> they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, that's <laughs> a meme fuck? before YouTube. Oh my god. Okay, I saw see. it. Let's see. A next next question comes from Luca MVP in my book asks, uh, we on the Mavs French Discord server, run by Dallas Mavs French himself, have an emote named Mavs Mavs Man Slam Dunk. What do you think about it? And I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's oh wait, sorry, it's Sam Slam dunking. Oh, that's fantastic! I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, I hate it, and uh, I, it's, I hope it's, it fucking goes to hell. It's beautiful. Can you send it to me uh, in English, please? <laughs> God, I just, hate just, it. just so I can read it. You know, all, all due respect to our French, uh, French Mavs fans. What do you think about that, Tim? Viva la Mavs France, I suppose. I'm like. I don't have nearly the strong opinions either way that you guys do on Mavs, man. Um, I would love to see instead of like, was it a uh, red Panda mm-hmm. instead of her at halftime next year, I would like to see a cover of when a man loves a woman performed by Mavs man, except it's when a man loves a basketball. When Mavs man loves a woman is going to be the next cover that I do now. Thank you. Yeah, when, when Mavs man <laughs> loves a basketball and I no, it. when a man loves a basketball is what creates Mavs man. Also, wait, just real quick to circle back to the last question. I just realized my screen name might be older than Isaac. That's <laughs> so weird. That is so weird. I hate that. I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, that's so fucking weird. That's okay, let's perfect. see. Next question comes from Fairman. Uh, they ask, uh, what is your favorite sports bar and why? Man, I don't really go to sports bars. That's the thing. Like, I really don't. Like, especially since, like, the pandemic, like, I don't really go out. <laughs> like, you know, I kind of just, uh, I stay indoors and drink at home. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's usually the company I keep more than really the bar. You know, yeah. whatever bar showing the game, I'm excited about, you know. I will say any bar that's like, you know what, you're right, we'll, we'll show this one game for you like it, it always sucked because a, a buddy of mine was a, a he's, he's a huge uh, Tennessee Titans fan. And he, we would go to some place that had like NFL season ticket or whatever. And we'd always get the smallest screen, whatever screen you could like, basically the screen of the bathroom, they would show the Titans game. That's so, terrible. That's so sad. Like, like, just, uh, like, just like, just like, man. none of us could afford season tickets. So now we just probably just pirate everything. So. I will, I will say that my, my, so my uncle, my Theo, he has, he has a house in Garland and uh, he like built a patio like a big ass patio like back like 10 years ago and like has a big ass like huge screen tv so that's where i go like when football starts like it's where i go like every sunday to go watch like football because it's like free drinks obviously because like it's my uncle so like sure. he has like his own bar there and everything so I'm like, okay cool like that's where i go so Perfect. i don't really go to sports bars so you know it's just my thing actually you know what i'm gonna retract that uh lala's little nugget 
um the the manager of that bar is a huge mavericks fan um and so lala's little nugget in austin is a small bar it's a dive bar in austin it's christmas year round it's a year-round christmas themed bar great for first dates but they will show any mavericks game because the uh manager's a huge love NFL. It. so love it shout out there you Lala's. go cool what about you uh tim uh i feel like hole in the walls out here in california but when i'm back in dallas like it's mostly just all location to me. So there's a Boomer Jacks like a quarter mile away because I stay with my family. So there's one like super close to my parents' house and it's like a $5.50 Uber ride home. So that's usually our spot and there's fucking 50 TVs or whatever. So whatever perfect. game you want. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. So next question comes from Caden. Um, how excited are you to be a dad? That's for me, uh, <laughs> I think. Right. Okay. I would be absolutely <laughs> terrified of that news is what you're telling me. Like that's news to me. I like it's Ruben been Reese. it's been more than nine months for me, guys. I don't know how this happened. Like someone stole my seed and put it in them. I I know I that's am, like this is this is breaking news. I have no idea. How am I a dad? I can just imagine like Ruben reading that question from like one, like one of our exes found the podcast and messaged in a question and that's how he's breaking the news <laughs> uh, I'm excited I'm very excited it's very topical because it is uh, Father's Day and we're recording this um, yeah I'm excited man I'm a little nervous but you know I, I have exactly um, I have a month and a day left until he's here so yep. stuff. yeah all right let's see next question comes from uh, John um, long-time listener I believe uh how come not a lot of NBA players in the a lot of players in the NBA do the skyhook shot? I see I see a lot of players use it in overseas, bigs and smalls. Interesting. Fashion. I know that sounds like silly, but it's like it's it's not a it's not a very aesthetic looking shot. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same reason why uh, the uh, the Barry uh, Granny free throw like that's yeah. apparently one of the most replicable like. One of the best ways you can shoot a free throw, but like no guy's gonna do. Yeah, that. no one wants to do it because it looks dumb as shit. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. I think aesthetically, it's just not a great looking shot. Same, but I would love to see Ben Simmons just pull it out today during the game seven. Like I just want to see him just like. Yeah, I want to see him do something aside from a layup and a pass. Like yeah, Jesus, <laughs> hit a free throw. But uh, no, uh, I feel like because I don't watch a lot of like international ball really, like like right. at least not like other leagues, but like I feel like. I think the skyhook, like it takes time for you to like really master that, you know, like the bigs are doing it back in the day. Like those guys were, that's all they did. Like also like practice basically was like mm. that shot. Um, I think if, I think if someone were to pull it out and like do it successfully, like nowadays, like if someone were to like hit it maybe for like 60, 70% of the time, like mm -hmm. that's a fucking threat. Like, you know, like right. that's a, that's an offensive weapon that no one in today's league really knows how to handle. Um, well, the only thing that we have close to that's kind of like the floater game that a lot of guards are starting to yeah. do now. I mean, it's yeah. not it's not the same shot, but uh, I will say that it's not so much the skyhook, but I miss like weird janky shots that were just kind of just like that somehow went in. Like the two that Mavericks I think of most is like Sean Marion with his weird shot put from his belly button like jump shot. And then like Anton Jameson's weird, like he had like this weird like shot put uh like his arm would go straight up and for some reason it, it somehow it went in it was the dumbest weirdest yeah. looking shot in the post but yeah. I, I mean, mean I, speaking 
speaking of the floater, you do have this one asshole in Dallas who's starting to do it from behind the three point line and hitting it. <laughs> that fucking asshole. <laughs> like, yeah. Just makes that, everybody in like, the league so, mad. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it kind of a floater, the buzzer beater in Memphis? Too? It was. Yeah. It was like a weird, like, like he just tossed it up. I was like, yeah, he hit that one. Then he hit the one, the famous Dirk picture in the playoffs in LA. Just, it's like you that's, can't, that's yeah. one shot where my only reaction on Twitter is I love how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, that's got to be crazy. so frustrating. Yeah. yeah, some of the shots that go in are just uh, just peeing in the face of God yeah. in physics, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, John, uh, I'd love to see more guys use it. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but I think like maybe like a Giannis. I think a, I think if Giannis had that fucking shot, that'd be that'd be fucking unstoppable. Because. God, that'd be so cool. Anyway, who um, would be the funniest player to develop it? Like, uh, like a someone very that does short guard. Yeah, so Yogi like, like, like Yogi Ferrell masters the <laughs> skyhook. <laughs> Yogi fucking fixes, like the shorter guards in the league, bro. Like, oh, Compazzo. Oh, Compazzo. Compazzo does, bro. but dude, and then it's like unstoppable because like he just gets just the right angle. Like Compazzo's like fucking five nine, bro. Like, oh, I I, I I doubt that. That is some Berea like <laughs> generosity as far as like <laughs> what the height measurements actually are. I start like, seeing him, seeing him, seeing him play. I'm like, he's no way. He's fucking six foot. There's no, no way. No, he's not fucking five. No, he's shorter than most him. most uh, assistant coaches. It's <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, Next question comes from Mavs Estonia. Our good friend from Estonia. Um, <laughs> what happened to Mavs man? Dude, so as far as just like where has he been? Like I think I, I think I think at the moment he's like poaching uh orphans, I guess. I don't know, some some other ghoulish nightmarish thing that is just terrifying and unspeakable. Um, but I mean, if I had to guess, he's probably at a trampoline park somewhere, absolutely destroying a basketball rim. Um, and uh, sending their liability insurance through the roof. They're like, this man <laughs> is made of basketballs, and he's just dunking on these four-year-olds. We don't have no idea who he is. That he disappears into the mist like some sort of weird ghost. Does that know, answer I, the question? Does that make <laughs> It doesn't help anything, but I hope he's dead. <laughs> I just hope he's dead. He is all. He is infinite. I, I will make if you say his name three times in a bathroom, you get dunked on after he jumps on a trampoline. But he does a sweet uh, he does a sweet stunt first, though. Do you have any idea where he is, Tim? I just know I never want to think about Mavs Man in my bathroom again. <laughs> <laughs> I assume he's just like running around different parks with hoops and DFW, basically like the parkour scene in the office. He's like, Mavs Man, Mavs Man. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you look in the mirror and say his name three times, it's a Mavs manifestation. And uh, all right, that's been the podcast for this week. Uh, we will no. see you. the pun. <laughs> you guys just got served by the Pundertaker. Let's see. It's good to be back, boys. Next question comes from James. Uh, what's Grambo. your favorite? What's your favorite bread? No, not Grambo. James Cannon. Oh, what's your favorite bread? Okay. Um, um, I don't know, like a guy. Good... This is in my bank account, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sourdough. Let's go. No, French. French bread. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I was thinking, like, whatever uh, is on a bon me, and that's usually like a French baguette. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have an actual answer for this one, Tim? Are you sticking with the money? No, I think he, I no. think he got it. Got it. Right. Uh, my see. actual was... answer is Mark. My actual answer is marble rye. Because that's, that's what you're served on, Ruben. <laughs> oh, fuck you. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, I do like oh. I, I try to only eat wheat bread when I'm home, but like when I go out and get a sandwich, it is rye bread. For sure. Oh, yeah. Rye's yeah. great. Good ciabattas. Good to come by. Just saying. So Josh asks, uh, who is the worst player you trade Porzingis for? Kevin Love. Oh. Yeah, contracts match up. That makes sense. Like a straight up one for one. Like basically, like almost basically. Man. Gordon Hayward. Kemba. Well, Kemba's already got traded. So. Kemba's already. <laughs> that would be yeah. a hell of a. <laughs> Somehow they get another first round pick in OKC from us. So. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I'd be so pissed. That was the nut kicker about that trade because those were two very possible Porzingis destinations. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And two packages that probably would have been headed our way back. Yeah. Kemba or Horford would have been like the two that have been like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, damn mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That sucks. Anyway. Yeah. Probably Kevin Love at this point. I think it's probably like the best, you know. I don't, know if get. I don't even know if that's or the you know, I guess I'll take I guess I'll take Rui Hachimori and if they have to send us Bradley Beal to make the money match, then fine. I mean it is really for Rui, you know, it's a good yeah. good trade kicker yeah. there for from Beal. I mean, we got Porzingis <laughs> in the Tim Hardaway Jr. trade. Exactly. We get you know, we can get we, I think it should be okay to get Beal in the in the uh, but you know, but his worst worst player. So I would say out of all those names, probably Kevin Love at the moment because he's not giving a shit anymore well, i don't know i always like i i wonder how much of that is just strictly just not give a shit mode like there's so yeah. many plays where he's just like i'm i'm chilling i hate like. this place like it, there's just it, he kevin love acts like my last day of work at like at a, at a crappy like grocery store where it's just like where do you want the eggs i'm gonna put them at the bottom i don't give a shit god you know what bag them yourself i'm out <laughs> like, that is how that is how kevin love is currently playing basketball in cleveland so maybe if he like goes to a place with a winning culture maybe he'll maybe One a of, chain yeah. of scenery might help maybe. out but i don't know he's still pretty injured I, I don't know how i don't know how kp would feel about going to fucking cleveland though but i mean who cares <laughs> I, I, yeah i don't know i still think the best scenario for us is just kp hopefully having a good off season and being getting better for a year like yeah. as, i i just don't see any packages that make any sense for us to trade them yeah so he also asked uh, if you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life what would they be hmm. i'd say thai food indian food mexican food if i had to give three of those i'm thinking like i'm thinking trying to think specific, specific like food specific item. dishes so uh, i would so i would mine would be pozole that my mom makes mm-hmm. it would be um Japanese fried rice with with chicken in it. Mm. Uh, would probably be tamales. So, those are my three. What do you got, Tim? Uh, fish tacos, beef tacos, and pastor tacos. Just give me nice. all the time. Nice. nice, perfect. I see. Um, Mariella asks. Uh, what is your favorite wing place and why is it Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, mine's Pluckers. I got to go with Pluckers. We'll stick yeah. with an Austin local. I think if I'm going to pick any of it's probably going to be Pluckers. It's a good place to go to, even though we waited like two hours last time we all went. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, I, I will say like as much as I enjoy the food there, the wait there is always insane. It's fucking it's, crazy, bro. It's so like, dumb. It's like, yeah, I really want a beer, but Jesus Christ. Like... <laughs> a silo of beer like it's not it's not even it's a troft yeah it's a lot of whatever it is that you purchased (laughs) what about you tim uh i'm a wing stop fiend especially now that they have a it's uh it's hot lemon so it's like the lemon pepper rub that like 
with a hot oh. sauce so it's like a wet option but yeah Ooh. they also have the best fries and the best blue cheese so i'll go with wink stop and right. and endorsed by troy aikman at one point so and i think also yes. by the he, was, I think... he was one of the he was one of the founders i think he's given up his stakes since then but yeah it's uh i think plano based actually but now it's national because i have one yeah. across the street from me here in california bro nice. i think i think it's also like the official wing of the dallas Mavs. actually i think i saw that on their on one of their uh one of their storefronts the other day i was like oh that's cool <laughs> so if you only wings yeah, up, you don't love the Mavs. three y'all's answers i'm trying to get a job here <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh next question comes from uh renegade jim he asks uh what is your favorite nick cage movie let's see face off Serious answer. I think the best Nick Cage movie is either Adaptation or Mandy. And like Mandy's right up there for me, but Con Air is one that I've watched multiple times. Oh, Con Air fucking rules too. It's so fucking good. I know, granted, like the reason that movie's so good is because of everybody else that's in that movie more than it is Nick Cage, but Nick Cage just bats a thousand every scene he's in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you could take all the other movies combined and it doesn't match Nick Cage's accent and Con Air. Yeah, who who knows where he's from? I yeah. guess just the the south. <laughs> and you have you have very early Dave Chappelle, which I already I loved. Oh yeah, yeah, that cast right. is incredible. It's a ridiculous premise, a ridiculous movie. Maybe John Malkovich is best. Who knows? But yeah, I just I love that movie. Soft spot in my heart for Conair. Give me the bunny. <laughs> yes. I right, see. The next question comes from. I don't know how to say your name. Uh, Tennyson, Tennyson is your last is the last name apparently. Um, it's a gif from The Office. Um, from, it's that one girl who asks, uh, you know, how dare you? <laughs> oh, okay. How, how, how dare I? I don't know. Uh, very it's, carefully. Yeah, very carefully. Uh, let's see. Next question comes from Clay. Um, this is from yesterday, so it might be a little too late. Okay, Clay asks, what should I have for dinner? Uh, you know what? Uh, get yourself a nice caprese salad. It's it's hot out there. Let's see, I was thinking wings. Right. Or you know, go wings. Yeah, <laughs> go something hot and fried. Go for it. Tim, you got any options? I was there was a game seven tonight. I was gonna go with some nice bar food, wings, maybe a burger, maybe just like a sampler tray of appetizers. You Ooh, know, what's a good one? Oh, something fried and delicious. There you go. A Let's sampler. It's a good one. Let's see. Uh, the Mavs blog asks, um, I need some Netflix recommendations. What do you got for me? God, I don't, I don't know if I've actually gotten on Netflix in a long time. I'm sorry, I, it's kind of it's kind of crazy, like how much like how many more streaming services there are now. Because yeah, I will say Netflix, I just yeah, it's not really high on my list anymore <laughs> of things I watch. It's an old one, but Ugly Delicious I thought was some of the most informative things about food culture that I've seen in a long time. So I would highly recommend that. It's really entertaining and all the guesses are pretty fun. Um, something that's not Netflix though, Amazon Prime, I binge watched Invincible because holy Yes, shit. you did it. Yes. It was awesome. I can't, I've actually yes, can't, I've canceled my Amazon account just because fuck Bezos and yeah. it's just, it's something I'm trying to be remotely principled on. Yeah. But like, But uh, I was house sitting for someone that had Amazon Prime. I was like, well, since I'm here, uh, might as well <laughs> right and god was that brutal that was it that was fucking rules doesn't it dude <laughs> i mean it's basically the boys animated but it's exactly fine. i'm, I'm like, totally fine with it bright flashy colors <laughs> yeah and a good soundtrack um, i love that the clones basically only uh 
had scenes that were all run the jewels as the yes. soundtrack yeah <laughs> fantastic um see i so one thing i have been watching is um it's based off a comic book series actually it's called sweet tooth mm. that is on netflix um uh it deviates a lot from the source material but it does it really well so i definitely recommend that is that where like kids are like part animal yes got it yes yeah i'm looking i'm looking at the preview screen right now do you want the quick plot rundown yes sure. On a perilous adventure across a post-apocalyptic world, a lovable boy who's half-human and half-deer searches for a new beginning with a gruff protector. Yes. Cool. Oh, ha- the first season of Happy is really good. Okay. I, the second one I didn't care for, but the, the first season of Happy I thought was really captivating. So you got any recommendations, yeah. Tim? If it's, if it's Netflix, I would just say rewatch the first season because you can do it in like two hours of I think you should leave because season two drops on July 6th and I cannot wait. Tim Robinson is like the funniest guy going right now to me. Um, but I do agree that Netflix now is kind of like a catch-all term for streaming. It's like Kleenex and Sharpie and stuff. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And like There's a million things you can stream. I'm re-watching I think you should leave like almost daily now uh death love and robots is badass what's that on is that on Uh, that's on netflix um so it's a bunch of little uh it's a bunch of different animated things it's a lot of vignettes um some of them are like super cgi but they build really fun worlds like first season's amazing second season was okay like there's a lot of there's some cool ideas there but um it's it's if you like twilight zone and various forms of animation it's absolutely worth your time so we got two more questions, guys. Let's see. Next one comes from Brandon. Um, what do you think of Spencer Dinwiddie entering free agency? Should the Mavs look to pursue? Love it. Absolutely. I Please. would love to Please. have him as a secondary ball handler, a second yes. shot creator. I think he can come off the bench just fine. He proved that in Brooklyn. I think he'd be an awesome starter. Please come to Dallas, Spencer. Yeah, that's who I am looking yeah. at. Like, I like good basketball players, so please just start hoarding all the good basketball players. And it's like he's he's coming off an ACL injury, which is like fine, you know. But we also have one of the best, yeah. you know, um, one of the best are uh, you know uh, medical teams in the, in the league. So yeah. I trust them to make the right moves on that. Well, well so. I trust a guard recovering from it as opposed to a seven foot three Latvian. True, that is true. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, last question. <sighs> It comes from Squish. And it's got this got the most likes of all the ones I retweeted. God damn it. Um, he says, uh, fuck you. So that's it. Very well, much. Cool. But I, I, I don't know how to handle that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have, the clever well has gone dry. Uh, I am. It's, it's a, a drought, evidently, of clever. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe go fuck yourself. I don't know, Swish. Please go fuck yourself. I don't know. Or, yes, like, maybe like maybe answer Murphy. your damn phone and get on the pod, baby. I yeah, don't know. Cool. <laughs> like Eddie Murphy in Coming to America, I would just like to say yes, yes. Fuck you too. <laughs> well said. Awesome, guys. Well, guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Uh, thank you, Tim, for jumping on the pod last second and uh, being our... Uh, wonderful uh color commentator as always uh thank you ruben for holding it down both of you guys for holding it down with the react pods uh, this past week uh the mffls are awesome uh thanks to everyone that broke my tweet record for my uh, uh flex seal meme that's 
Uh, I haven't checked it, but it might be over a thousand. So that's that's just a it's a new little tweet milestone for me. So I greatly appreciate it. Uh, for all the Dallas people out there, uh, I'll actually so I'm going to do uh, some shameless self promotion. Uh, I am playing a solo acoustic set of original material uh, at Opening Bell Coffee uh, this coming or next Saturday at seven o'clock with my good friend Band, uh, Brandon Callies. Uh, I would love I would love to talk Maz with you guys after the show, um, but also just uh, it's gonna be a fun time. Uh, Opening Bell is uh, one of the first places I ever watched live music, so it's a cool listening room situation. Um, if you want to hear the music that I write, uh, that's a good place to do it. Uh, so I. Uh, greatly appreciate you guys um, i'll be actually releasing some new songs uh, fairly soon and uh, i'm gonna like have a spotify account and everything i'm really excited about it so uh thank you thank you mffl for uh listening to this uh this pod uh ruben tim anything you guys want to plug nope just uh go see don because i'm probably gonna try to go as well yeah absolutely love to, love to see you guys uh this has been the hoops and happens podcast enjoy the rest of your week Take it easy, guys.